Well, happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. We are Series 13, Episode Number 13, Life Works Better with Prayer. Prayer. Yes. yes. Happy Hope Day, Coach Mel. Yes. Thank you, and same to you. And here we are at, uh, we have uh, the longest series, Series 13. Yeah. And we're in episode 13. We haven't had a 13 before. We have not. So uh, we're not going to stop on 1313. We're no. at least going to go on several more and uh, and get on through the rest of the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankful uh, we're thankful for uh, Principio Coffee and Tea. Yes, our proud sponsors. Yes. And our ever-faithful audience. Always in there. And so faithful. Yes, and so energetic. <laughs> Yes, they are. <laughs> we should, you know what? Next round of coffee is on us for our wonderful guest. Yes. Yeah. I'm I proud. like that. Let, let's, let's treat them all. Yes. To a cup of Principio coffee or tea. Yes. I think they need reality. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they will, uh, and they will keep on, keep it on. They will. Yes. Because we will, uh, we'll have them energized. They will be the energized audience. That's right. Yes. Let's see what they think about that. Look at that. All right. Hey, there they are. I love them. I do too. That's just wonderful. And you have such control of the audience. You know, I have that niche, that thing, you know. <laughs> touch. Yeah, I got that touch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So today, Clarissa, we're we're going to talk about uh more than one name mm. of God, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and we're we're going to attempt to to close out this uh, this part of the Lord's Prayer that uh, is all found in that one little phrase: "Hallowed be Your name," or mm-hmm. "May Your name be made holy," mm-hmm. or "May Your name be reverenced." That's good, right? right so we, we want to have reverence, and again, as we've talked about before. Uh, there is there is no reverence for ignorance, and ignorance holds reverence for mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. So we need to learn. We need to uh, get rid of that ignorance. And ignorance is not a bad word. It just means not knowing. Right. If someone is ignorant, that simply means that they don't know. That's right. Uh, I, it's I, never a good look, though. No, it never is the ignorant <laughs> look. No. <laughs> but I, look. I, I, the word nerd's going to come out. Give me, give me thirty seconds. Okay. Okay. Thirty and counting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, an agnostic, mm-hmm. you know, is uh, someone who thinks that, well, there may be a God, but we just don't think you can know. So it just means not knowing, mm-hmm. right? Agnostic. That's from the Greek. That means that you don't know. If you would, uh, if that same person would simply say who he was, but use the Latin word, mm-hmm. he would call themselves, they would call themselves ignorant. Mm. Because agnostic in Greek is a synonym for ignorant in Latin. So, wow. So here we go. We we want to get rid of all agnostics. Yes, let's let's we want to rid get rid of, of ignorance. <laughs> yes. And simply, an agnostic is someone who doesn't know. Well, that can change with knowledge. Mm-hmm. So as we and what open, does the Bible say about a lack of knowledge? That a lack of knowledge will cause us to perish. Yes, and so... And there again, that's not a good look at it either. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance and perishing. And perishing. Just does not work well <laughs> together. No, that doesn't, and and, and uh, fashionista Clarissa would know. 
I certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of those are good looks no, on anyone at, at any time. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yes. So I'm so excited about where you're taking us uh, today, Coach, with those uh, just three names. Yes. Um, of God. Yes. And, and it's good to be able to call those names. Yes. You know, and having the definition as to what they are. Yes, certainly so. And and so the uh, the next name we're going to look at uh, is the Hebrew name Jehovah Nissi. Mm. That's N-I-S-S-I, Jehovah Nissi. So is it also Jehovah Nissi as Nisi, well? Nissi, yeah. Nissi, Nissi. Okay. Uh, it just depends on the pronunciation of that vowel. Gotcha. Um so yes, uh, I, I guess that would be the proper uh, pronunciation. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't I, either. But yeah, that I Jehovah always rely Nisi. on you. <laughs> well, that's, whatever you say, it's it's gold for me. Well, you know what? Uh, the gold may be a little tarnished uh, from time to time <laughs> because uh, Cherry, my wife, tells me that I am vowelly challenged. Vowelly challenged. Yes, because <laughs> like sometimes I'll say a word and she says. How would you spell that? <laughs> I love Jerry. I love her. Well, I do uh, all the time. It's just I almost said most of the time, but she may listen to this, so yes. I better change that. Team Cherry over here. Team yes. Cherry. Because a Jehovah Nisi. Yes. Now, uh, that comes from uh, Exodus chapter 17. Now, remember, God is introducing himself uh, to his people. And we may say that uh, that it's reintroducing mm-hmm. himself uh, to his people, and uh, because that there there was a time that they knew him, mm-hmm. and then they went through a long period of time that they got away from knowing him, one generation to another for four hundred years, and the way that God brought Himself back into their lives was by reintroducing himself first with Jehovah. Because mm. remember, that's who Moses said, okay, you want me to go uh, tell Pharaoh to let your people go? Mm. And so who do I tell him? Send mm. me. He said, you tell him the I am mm-hmm. sent you. Mm-hmm. Yahweh, the English version of, uh, the English version of that is Jehovah. Mm. You go tell him Jehovah. Mm. So that's what he did. And then, as the children of Israel needed to grow in their understanding of who Jehovah was with reference to their need, he made compound names and introduced himself and different parts of his character to his people. And as they understand that, understood the different aspects of God's nature and his character through his revealed names, they grew in faith to be able to accept him as their deliverer. Mm. And as their provider and their protector and all those things that they needed to know in order to pass from the uh, slave identity to a victorious mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. Well, we could camp out there for a while. Oh, huh? We can rest on it. Yeah. And, and, and so one of the, uh, uh, after they had left uh, Egypt, mm-hmm. right, and they were, uh, they were out uh, then, just kind of battling on their own. They they had some battles that they had to uh, to to uh, fight and had some enemies that had to be overcome, and so it wasn't just that uh, that God was their provider, and not, not just that God was their protector, but uh, He introduces Himself in Exodus chapter seventeen, verse fifteen. Uh, this is when uh, 
when the children of Israel, along with Joshua, when they were fighting the Amalekites, mm. you know, all those ites, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Jebusites mm-hmm. and Amalekites and uh, all those ites uh, that, uh, that they were fighting. And uh, that's when uh, Moses was up on the hill and he was praying. And this is a powerful story here because Joshua is down in the valley fighting mm. the Amalekites. Mm. The children of Israel are down there fighting. And where is Moses? Moses is up on the mountain overlooking that, and he has his hands lifted up in prayer. And so he is uh, when he lets his hands down from the position of prayer, the Amalekites begin to mm. overcome the Israelites. Mm. But then he lifts his hands up again in a posture of prayer, and Joshua start begins to win again. And so then Moses has to get some help. He gets Aaron and Hur to stand mm-hmm. on each mm-hmm. side and hold his arms up, mm-hmm. lifting their his arms up in prayer. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Mm-hmm. And so with the help of Aaron and Hur, Moses was able to stay in a posture of prayer, praying for the Israelites and Joshua and the children of Israel were victorious. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just want to take a little parenthesis right here. Uh, the real battle was not in the valley, but the real battle was on the mountain. Mm. The real battle, Clarissa, is not in my day as I go out here day to day to do different things. The real battle is in my prayer closet. Mm. That's good. That, that's where the battleground is. And if I can get victory in the prayer closet, then I don't have to worry about who's going to be the victor on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Moses, as he was a victor and got victory in prayer. And so because of that, uh, because of that experience, then it tells us in uh, verse 15 of Exodus 17, it says, Then that Moses built an altar, and he called it, Jehovah Nisi, which means the Lord is my banner or my victory. Mm. (laughs) See, Jehovah introduced himself to Moses and the children of Israel as being Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah the victory, my victory. And Moses said, okay, I'm going to call this altar Jehovah Nisi because... uh, as hands were lifted up to the throne of Jehovah, the Lord was at war against our enemies and will be from generation to generation. Let's just let that, that promise soak in a little bit. As we lift up our hands in prayer, the posture of prayer, and as we lift up our hearts and as we lift each other up mm-hmm. to heaven, and as you help me lift others up, and as I help you lift others up, and as others help me lift, and you get the picture there, as we lift each other up, that's the word that we use in prayer, lift each other up in prayer. What does that mean? We're lifting them up in a posture of prayer, mm-hmm. and we're presenting them to Jehovah Nisi, mm-hmm. our, the, the victory. We're, we're recognizing where the victory's coming from. And, and he says that because of this, and if we can always remember this altar dedicated to Jehovah my victory, then Jehovah will always be at war against our enemies from generation to generation. Mm. And if God is ever a failure, then I am a failure. Mm. 
And to call myself a failure and to say that Jehovah is victory means that I have lost a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jehovah Nissi, he is our victory. And so we declare him that. And he is our, he is the victorious one, but he actually becomes our victory. That's what he said right there. And he, that means it's impossible for us to lose. That's exactly right. Because he is eternal victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and since our enemies are, will, will never be eternal, if my victory is, is, can outlast my enemies, mm-hmm. then I will always end up victorious. Amen. Amen. And Jehovah the I Am, the Eternal One, the Great, uh, that who was and is and is to come, Jehovah. He is victory. He declared himself through Moses right here in this story. And so as I declare him to be my victory, then I understand that, that he is the one that's going to, to carry me through to victory. And if it ever looks like I'm losing, the only way that, that will mean that I lost in that particular battle is if I quit when I'm losing. That's right. It doesn't mean that I will always be ahead it's just whoever's ahead at the, at the end of the game that matters. Mm. How many times have we seen football games and basketball games where one team stays ahead the whole time, yeah. and then right at the very <laughs> end, the other team comes back and, and gets one point more. One point. And all of a sudden, they're the victor. Now, That's to right. just keep this in mind, they mm. were actually the victors all along. Mm-hmm. But they didn't quit when they were behind. So as long as I don't quit, I'm guaranteed victory. That's good news. That, that's good news for as we are going through, and I put my little quotation fingers up, the recession. Yes. And all of our business owners who are on listening today and, and those who are um, nonprofit and entrepreneurs, you know, if God is Jehovah Nisi, then even in the middle of a recession. Oh, we're still victorious. Yes. Because he can always make any deal profitable. I love having a business partner like that. Mm, mm, I mm, cannot mm. mess things up so bad that God can't redeem them. That's right. That's right. I can't lose so much that God can't end up showing a profit. Mm. You know, Coach, this will be a good time for you to share. We'll put a little pin in it to share your testimony. You know, you, you, you have a list of things that you've experienced in your lifetime. And I think this, this will be a good time to make that list, especially for those who are listening for the first time today. Yeah, my, my seven seconds of transparency. Yes. Yes, I have been through two divorces, three church splits, two IRS audits, and a bankruptcy. And I woke up this morning in greater victory than I've ever had in my life. And why? Because I keep declaring Jehovah Nisi. That the great I am is my victory. And I didn't quit. (laughs) And by the grace of God, I didn't quit. And so I want to encourage everyone, no matter where you are, just don't quit. Just stay in the fight and keep on declaring him as Jehovah Nissi, your victory and your victor. And there's no way you can lose. That's right. Staying in the fight means that you're in a 10-year and marriage with a beautiful woman. Yes. Cherry, you have started two, three businesses that are thriving right now. And ministries. And, and ministries in different countries. And, yes. You know, 
all because you didn't quit. Yes. And you understood your positioning with Jehovah Nisi. Yes, that's right. So he, he's, he's my partner in declaring that. And declaring that even when it looks like I am defeated. Mm-hmm. God has never looked defeated. And if I remember that and keep on saying, okay, I'm going to let you fight for me, the battle is the Lord's. That's what he said. Matter of fact, that's, that's what he told David. That's what he told Moses. Hey, this is my battle. If you want me to fight for you, I'll be glad to. If you want to take it yourself, then go ahead. But even if you win on your own, it's not going to amount to anything. Mm-hmm. But if you let me win, I am Jehovah Nissi. And then, of course, the, uh, the new covenant counterpart to this is... Uh, that that Jesus of Nazareth is everything to us that Jehovah was to the Old Testament children of Israel. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's the victory. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. Paul says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory, mm-hmm. the Nisi, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, now Nisi, N-I-S-S-I, is the Hebrew word. But uh, the Greek word for victory is uh, uh, everybody knows it. Now, you... Uh, this is a fun part to this word because a lot of people, no, I don't know any Greek. Yeah, you do. You know this word. You know the Greek word for victory. And this would be, to say this in uh, in Greek, he is Jehovah Nike. The Greek word Nike, just like the shoes, N-I-K-E, is the Greek word for victory. Now, do you think those those marketing people knew knew what they were doing when they branded that shoe as victory? Some, somebody knew something. Somebody knew something. <laughs> and so, sure, you know a Greek word. You you may have even worn Greek words. Yeah, Some of I you may be several. <laughs> may be wearing it right now. I've had them on my feet, on my head. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and yeah, just victory clothing. Just yeah. and and so he is Jehovah wow. Nike. He's he's Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Nike. Jehovah Nissi in the Old Testament is Jesus Nike in the New Testament. Mm. So let's put on our Nikes. Let's clothe ourselves with this victory garment. I like it. I like it, Coach. And so we put that on how? By faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is the Nike that overcomes the world. And faith in what? Faith in Jesus who is the victory. Mm. So we don't just believe for the victory. We believe in the victory. Because Jesus is our victory, and he's the one that is always overcoming. He overcame to the point that he has already overcome anything that I might come up against. He so defeated the enemy that the enemy has no choice as long as I keep on reminding the enemy that Jesus is my Nike. I got my spiritual Nikes on, devil. I can outrun you. I can outscore you. Right. Outjump you. I can outjump you. <laughs> and why? Because I got on my Ooh. Jesus Nikes. Yes. Yeah. And so in prayer every morning, I declare him to be Jehovah Nissi, Jesus Nike. And I put those on. And uh, with that shield, that Nike shield, that's the shield of faith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? That gives us that victory. Yes. And so that's the importance. We understand God's character through his names. And then the Old Testament name, Jehovah Nissi, it's repeated in the New Testament when Paul said that Jesus is our victory or our Nike. And then we're, uh, as we move along, also in, uh, in the book of Exodus, uh, in Exodus uh, chapter 15, verse 26, 
right? The, 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 the children of Israel have gotten to a point here where uh, they actually need a miracle. They, uh, uh, there, there's been some bad water. They, they, were, they were drinking some bad water, and, and it needed to be purified. And so God gave Moses uh, the, the recipe uh, for, for purifying that water, and uh, he said, hey, if, you will, uh, if you'll just do what I tell you, if you'll listen to me and be obedient to me, he said uh, in verse, uh, verse 26, uh, he said, okay, if you will be obedient to my decrees and if you'll listen to what I'm telling you, uh, none of these diseases that were brought upon the Egyptians will come upon you because I am Jehovah Rophi. Mm. I am Jehovah your healer. And, uh, wow, that's a, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was remembering sometime, you know, uh, a few decades ago in my walk with the Lord when it first came, became a reality in some ministries we were involved in that there were actually some people being healed. Jehovah Rophi was, was, was there and he was present and he declared himself to be that. And... Uh, I can remember thinking, you know, Lord, this is, uh, this is amazing that there isn't anything better than, than divine healing. And then Holy Spirit checked me and said, yes, there is something better than divine healing. Okay, what's that? And that's divine health. Mm. Mm. To walk in divine health. Yes. And that, that is the one. Jehovah Rophi here means I am your healer, but not just that, but I am your health. I am the one that brings health to you. I'm the one that brings health to your spirit and to your soul. And in miraculous ways, he brings health to our bodies. And uh, I had, uh, I've had some questions, and we may have some people out there listen to this, that, okay, uh, if he's Jehovah Rophi and, I, and uh, my healer, and I've prayed for him, and he hasn't healed me yet, well, let's just go back to Jehovah Nissi and Jesus Nike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, that if we just don't give up and don't quit, he is our healer. Mm-hmm. And he will, uh, he will always be the healer in the end. And as it's been said before, that, uh, that certainly uh, God protects us, Jehovah Pascha. Uh, he also heals us. He's Jehovah Rophi. And he gives us opportunity to walk in spiritual health. And also, he gives us opportunity to walk in health in this life. Mm-hmm. Because, there, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing to me how people will continually do things that they know are bad for their health and then wait for God to give them a miracle to heal them. That would be like me taking a hammer and beating on my thumb and asking God to make it quit hurting. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, I've, I've, I've done quit preaching and going to meddling here. Right. But these people are like, well, I, I, I prayed. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's some things that, that you might need to change that would allow you to keep your healing once you get it, because I've seen people healed miraculously. They didn't change their lifestyle, and they got the same lifestyle disease back that they had before God healed them. So let's not just think that we know everything, but let's just by faith declare Jehovah to be our healer. Yes. And the way I like to do here, uh, Clarissa, when I'm in prayer, 
uh, in the Lord's Prayer and meditating through this is that, uh, Lord, I thank you that you are my healer, you're Jehovah Rophi, and that, Jesus, you are the healer. You are the great physician, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're the one that brings healing. And you know the majority of the miracles that Jesus did in his earthly ministry were physical healings for people because he is a healer. God, by very nature, is a healer. And we, by our very fallen nature, need healing. So it just would make sense for us to combine yeah. those two things there that, that where my need is what his supply is. Mm-hmm. And so I confess his healing over me and every cell of my body, of every part of my system, everything in me. And then ask him for wisdom and, and revelation about how I can walk in that health, how I can do things that, that will glorify and honor him by honoring and, and having reverence for his presence in this temple, which I call my body. So we're talking about not just praying and believing, but we're talking about walking out these promises. So he is Jehovah Rophi. He is my healer. Also, uh, we have one that goes all the way over to, uh, to David's, uh, one of David's poems now in Psalm chapter 18. Uh, so let's go there. Hopefully uh, some of those folks out there have their Bible and they're following along here. So here we are in Psalm 18. And David says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. Jehovah Tsur. Now that's in English that would be spelled with a T-S-O-O-R. Tsur. A T and a S together in that regard is not a usual um, phoneme for English speakers, mm-hmm. a sound, but it's tsur, uh, T-S-O-O-R, Jehovah Tsur. You are my rock. You are my fortress. You are my deliverer. God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn or the strength of my salvation. He is my stronghold. I call to Jehovah, who's worthy of praise, and I'm saved from my enemies because he is Jehovah Tsur, which means my rock and my strength. And you know, Clarissa, I've often, I've often wondered how when we talked about the, the need to continue and not stop in the battle when we're losing, but to keep on going. And I've often uh, thought about how important it is for us to understand that when God is my strength, then I will never be overcome by weakness. I may be challenged with a weakness, but when I declare God to be my strength and when I praise him and give glory to him as my strength and as my rock, I will never be overcome by that weakness. Mm. That's good. Because he is always my strength. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, well, I think we did it. We we came to a, a stopping point or a transition yes. point. We're still going to be talking about prayer, mm-hmm. but we came to a transition point. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this uh, this series on, on the names of God and how important it is that Jesus said uh, that we need to have reverence for the names of God. That was yes. in the introduction to the the Lord's pattern for the disciples' prayer. So... As a recap of these names. Wow. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, now this pronunciation, I solicit everyone's prayer. But yes, uh, Jehovah Sikanu. Yep. Which means righteousness. Yes. 
Jehovah Kadesh. Yes. My sanctifier. Yes. Jehovah Shalom. My peace. Mm-hmm. Jehovah Shama. My companion. Yes. Jehovah Roha. Mm-hmm. My shepherd. Jehovah Jireh. My provider. Jehovah Rohi. Rofe. Rofe. Yes. Uh-huh. My healer. We talked about that today. Jehovah Nisi. My victory. Jehovah Pasa. My protector. And Jehovah Sur. My rock and my strength. Wow. Yes. He is our everything. Yes. And, and <laughs> He's if, our if, everything. If, if we begin our prayer, not just our day, but our mm-hmm. prayer at any time, if mm-hmm. we begin our prayer by reminding us of who this God is to whom we pray, mm-hmm. then we will have no difficulty believing him mm-hmm. to give us the things we need because that's who he is. That's who he is. Amen. So I just want to say to all of our listeners, welcome to this almighty, all-powerful God, the great I Am, the Jehovah. Welcome to this invitation to enter into His presence with thanksgiving and with praise and with our, our petitions and our supplications and with our very needs because our needs do not demoralize God. <laughs> and my need never embarrasses Him. And it never intimidates him. Why? Because he's all these things. And he says, this is who I am. And it's who I want to be to you. And the way that happens is through the confession of faith. God becomes what we need in our time of need by our confession of who he is with reference to what I need. You know, these episodes have been mic droppers. Mm. I mean, it just, you, you are providing reassurance to all of us. Letting us know we're not alone. Letting us know that we're winners. Yeah. Letting us know that we have peace. Yes. Letting us know that we're not alone. Letting us know that we will always have more than enough. Letting us know that we're not weak. Mm. And letting us know that we're not vulnerable. There's a protector out there. Mm. <laughs> Coach, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yes. <laughs> the names of God. This is amazing. Yes. This is amazing, guys. And we're just beginning on this large pattern for the disciples' prayer. <laughs> this is awesome. Woo! This is amazing, guys. Go back and listen to this over and over and over again. Share it with your friends and share it with your network. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs>